Greetings, citizens, and welcome to Unknown. Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out with me. I've seen some conversations circulating on social media lately about a particular case from UFO history, the case of the controversial and polarizing figure known as Billy Meyer. I first researched this case back in 2011 when I was with the UFO media company Open Minds. It's both fascinating and utterly bizarre. We'll get into that story today, but first, let's get announcements out of the way. Alien Con is going to sneak up on us before we know it. Alien Con Los Angeles brings together experts, the stars of ancient aliens, and science fiction fan favorites. If you want to spend a weekend with like-minded people to challenge existing beliefs and seek disclosure of all kinds in an environment that fosters learning, discovery, and discussion, all while having a good time, then consider making it out to Alien Con Los Angeles, June 21st through the 23rd at the Los Angeles Convention Center in downtown Los Angeles, California. My fellow Rogue Planeteer Ryan Sprague and I will be speaking at Alien Con. Shane Hurd and Maureen Ellsbury will be there too. So come out and hang out with us. And to help make it a little easier, use the discount code UNKNOWN to receive $10 off any ticket purchase. Head over to thealiencon.com to get your tickets. We hope to see you there. All right, let's get into our discussion about Billy Meyer. As I mentioned, my research into this complicated case of Billy Meyer began in 2011. One of the primary researchers of this case was Lieutenant Colonel Wendell Stevens. Open Minds had acquired Wendell's complete archives at this point, and it's this historic archive I utilized in researching this case. Extraterrestrials from another dimension began visiting a young boy in 1942. These visitors imparted wisdom and guidance to the boy to prepare him to become a great prophet. When he became a man, the extraterrestrials permitted him to snap photographs and record videos of their spaceships, and they even whisked him away on time-traveling adventures. At least that is how Billy Meyer tells the story of his life. The case of Billy Edward Albert Meyer is one of the most controversial cases in ufology. Meyer claims to have personally interacted with multiple extraterrestrials during his life, taken more than 1,000 of the clearest UFO photos, and written word-for-word transcripts of his conversations with these extraterrestrials. He even established a church of sorts, called Figu, which the English translation roughly is Free Community of Interest for the Fringe and Spiritual Sciences and Ufological Studies. And he established this to spread the teachings of these extraterrestrials. According to the Figu website, Meyer, quote, got the nickname Billy from an American woman named Judy Reed. Edward Meyer, wearing a black hat and gun belt, reminded her of Billy the Kid, the legendary gunman of the Wild West, end quote. Billy Meyer was born in the small village of Bulak, Switzerland, on February 3, 1937. 
Meyer was the second of seven children born to Julius Meyer, a shoemaker, and his wife, Bertha. In the book Spaceships of the Pallades, author Kalkorf explains that in his younger years, Meyer, quote, spent his time working various manual labor jobs, dodging truant officers, and having occasional brushes with the law, end quote. Korf alleges that Meyer repeatedly found himself in correctional facilities and repeatedly escaped from these facilities. After escaping from the Arburg Correctional Facility in Rionau, Switzerland, Meyer reportedly fled to France, where he joined the French Foreign Legion. Only a few months later, Meyer went AWOL, but then turned himself over to the authorities in Switzerland. After the, quote, transgressions of his youth, as Korf put it, Meyer traveled extensively through Europe, Africa, and Asia. He performed a variety of jobs to support himself along his travels, including, quote, chicken farmer, grape picker, nail pounder, snake catcher, truck driver, puppeteer, waiter, German tutor, and ship painter, end quote, according to Korf. There's an interesting article about Meyer dated September 30th, 1964, from the Indian newspaper The Statesman, and I'll read you some of the highlights. Quote, Is the flying saucer a myth? Far from it. According to Mr. Edward Albert, a 28-year-old Swiss national who left Delhi for Pakistan and route to Switzerland on Monday, quote, I have not only seen the objects from outer space, but have taken photographs and even traveled in them thrice, end quote, he said, end quote. The article goes on to say, quote, the photographs taken in Greece, Jordan, and India are neatly kept in an album. Mr. Albert politely declines a request for a copy of the photographs with the remark, quote, I can't spare them, end quote. He said he had taken about 400 photographs of the space objects, but most of them have been stolen, some in Jordan, some in India. Sitting bare-bodied in one of the cave-like monuments in Delhi, where he had been staying since his arrival in India about five months ago, Mr. Albert sounds rather weird, but then he clearly is not eager to talk about his experiences, which to say the least are remarkable. Indeed, the little that he has to say had to be pried out of him. He doesn't want publicity. He doesn't care if anyone believes him or not. To the unbeliever, he simply refuses to talk. End quote. He goes on to talk about some travels in spaceships and different planets he's seen while on these spaceships. The article continues, quote, I have a mission to fulfill, says Mr. Albert, but refuses to explain what it is. Quote, I will disclose it when the time comes, positively before a year, end quote. Besides his none-too-impressive clothes, his space album, camera, and a couple of bags, Mr. Albert has a pet monkey, which he has named Emperor. Soon after he landed at Mahrali, his money, $350, was stolen. Since then, he had been trying to get work or money, but in vain. A few days ago, he met a German youth, a hitchhiker, on his way back to Europe. The German, also with a pet monkey, Empress, was glad to help the Swiss out. The Swiss, the German, and the monkeys left on Monday evening by train. From there, they planned to hitchhike their way home to Europe, 
each to his own native country. The story of Mr. Albert is as incredible as it is startling. He proposes to relate to German scientists his experiences, show his photographs, and the objects that he says he has collected from the planets he visited. Has Mr. Albert created history, or is he a mystic who has let his imagination run wild? Time alone will tell. End quote. Along his multi-continent journey, Meyer reportedly joined most of the religions of Europe, Africa, and Asia in search of a, quote, belief system acceptable to him, end quote, according to UFO researcher Lieutenant Colonel Wendell Stevens. During his travels, Meyer lost one of his arms in a gruesome bus accident. On August 3, 1965, Meyer was riding in a bus to Iskenderun, Turkey. A drunk bus driver on another bus crashed into Meyer's bus. The impact ejected Meyer from the bus and crushed his left arm so severely that it had to be amputated. Meyer, undeterred, continued his travels and relocated to Greece, where he met Calliope, whom he married in March of 1966. The couple moved to Pakistan, where their first child, Gilgamesha, was born. Then in 1970, Meyer returned to Switzerland with his family where they later welcomed their second child, Atlantis Socrates, into the world. Their youngest child, Methuselah, was born in 1973. The family rented a farmhouse in the town of Henwell. And while Meyer was a skilled farmer, the loss of his arm limited what he could accomplish. He was receiving a small monthly welfare payment from the Swiss government because of his handicap. But to supplement the family's income, Meyer raised chickens and sold their eggs. In 1974, Meyer placed an ad in the German magazine Esoterra, seeking, quote, anyone who might wish to form a group for discussing and studying metaphysical or paranormal subjects, end quote, according to Korf. People responded to the ad, and a study group was born. It was at one of these meetings where Meyer first made the astonishing claim that he was in direct contact with extraterrestrials. Meyer's extraordinary claims garnered international attention when Swiss UFO researcher Lou Zintag sent some of Meyer's photos to Wendell Stevens in the United States. Stevens went to Switzerland to investigate the case, and as a result, he published UFO, Contact from the Pallades, as well as Message from the Pallades, a four-volume set of books related to the case. As one of the primary researchers of the Meyer case, Stevens' multi-year investigation played a large part in introducing Billy Meyer to the world and the world to Billy Meyer. Meyer reportedly saw his first UFO at the age of five on June 2, 1942. He continued seeing UFOs throughout the year, and the sightings increased in frequency. Meyer also began hearing a voice in his head, and later that year, Meyer experienced his first alleged physical extraterrestrial contact. Wendell Stevens described this encounter in his book, UFO, Contact from the Pallades. Quote, In November that same year, shortly before his sixth birthday, Meyer saw a pear-shaped object suddenly drop from the sky and settle gently on the meadow grass in a woods near their hometown of Bulak. An old man took him into the ship and high above the earth, 
then brought him back to the same meadow and let him out. The ship then shot up vertically at high speed until out of sight. End quote. Meyer says that this old man who took him for a ride on the spaceship was named Svath. Svath continued communicating with Meyer telepathically for a year and a half, then returned in his pear-shaped craft to take Meyer on another adventure and, quote, imparted a great deal of knowledge and told of events to come, much of which he did not understand at the time, end quote, according to Stevens. The next extraterrestrial to contact Meyer was a female named Ascot. Meyer alleges his contact with Ascot began in 1953, and she picked up where Svath left off. She was apparently responsible for educating Meyer, who, according to Cal Corp's book, Spaceships of the Pallades, dropped out of school before finishing the sixth grade. In UFO Contact from the Pallades, Stephen explains Ascot's role in Meyer's life. Quote, it was she who led him through a series of adventures designed to toughen him for the adversity to come. It was she who led him through Africa and the experiences in the French Foreign Legion, the desert caravans, the slavers, revolutionaries, and bootleggers into the hands of the pirates of the Arabian Sea and across the Indian Oceans as a sailor with the freighters to the subcontinent of India. End quote. It was Ascot who allegedly led Meyer to explore many careers, travel the world, and experience as much as possible. In 1975, Meyer began his contact with Sanjaze, another female extraterrestrial with whom he allegedly had more than 100 face-to-face encounters. Sanjaze lends her name to the Figu headquarters in Switzerland, the Sanjaze Silver Star Center. It was she who allowed Meyer to begin photographing her, quote, beam ships and other UFOs. Quetzal, Ptah, and Nira are three additional extraterrestrials who, along with Spath, Asket, and Semjaze, are the most commonly mentioned characters in the Billy Meyer story. But these are only six out of the dozen of extraterrestrials Meyer claims to have met. According to the Figu website, Meyer has had more than 900 personal contacts with extraterrestrials. Spath, like most other extraterrestrials Meyer supposedly encountered, was a Palladian, a human being nearly identical in physical appearance to Earthlings from the M45 star cluster known as the Pallades in the constellation Taurus. But this is not the Pallades observable by Earth's astronomers. See, this Pallades is apparently, quote, not within our space-time configuration, end quote, according to author and FIGU member Guido Moosberger. In his book about the Meyer case titled, And Yet They Fly, Moosberger describes that, quote, Palladians exist in a physical dimension that is shifted a fraction of a second ahead of our space-time configuration and is located approximately 500 light-years from Earth's perspective, an additional 80 light-years beyond our dimension's Palladian star system, end quote. The Palladians reportedly inhabit many planets, but their homeworld is a planet called Era. Meyer has referred to people from Era as Erans, and Palladians in general are sometimes referred to as Plagerans because in their dimension, the Pallades is known as Plagerans. 
but Myers' alleged extraterrestrial contacts were not isolated to Plagerans. He claims to have encountered extraterrestrials from different galaxies, systems, and universes, including the Dahl universe. Asket is from the Dahl universe. In UFO Contact from the Pleiades, Stevens states that the Dahl universe is a, quote, counterpart universe to this of our reality, end quote. Like I said, this is an incredibly complex and, yes, bizarre case. There are lots of little details to it, lots of people involved, lots of claims. So where's the evidence? Well, we'll get into the evidence on the next episode. Well, citizens, as we reach the end of this episode, I invite you to come join us in the Rogue Planet Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rogue Planet and let us know what your thoughts are about the Billy Meyer story or anything else UFO related that's on your mind. You can find more episodes of Unknown on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and yes, even YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider so you're notified when we publish new episodes. And if you haven't done it already, do us a big favor and take a minute to rate and review Unknown on your favorite podcast platform. You can always find this show at RoguePlanet.tv because Unknown is a Rogue Planet production. RoguePlanet.tv is your home for all the strange. Big thanks to our talented friend and fellow Rogue Planeteer Caleb Hanks for the show's intro and outro music. Check out all his work at TheClerkChronicles.com. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I'm Jason McClellan. Do me a favor, friends. Always treat the UFO subject with the cautious and responsible skepticism it deserves. Question everything. Have the courage to form your own opinions. Keep truth as the focus of your quest, even if the truth conflicts with your opinions. And, of course, stay strange.